and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, a magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. We're back with a brand new episode. I'm ready to talk some Disney. I hope you're ready to listen to some Disney. Uh, maybe you need some Disney in your life. You know, I always appreciate you guys listening, whether you know, you're listening in your car on your way to work, stuck in traffic, or at work, or, you know, doing chores around the house, maybe at the gym doing some cardio, uh, whatever it may be, you guys always know I appreciate you coming back and listening. Uh, if you're a new listener, welcome to the show. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today. It's all one word, and uh, all you guys, if you can, do me a favor, wherever you're listening, hit that subscribe button, maybe leave me a uh, five-star rating, and if you write me a review, especially in the uh, iTunes, Apple podcast page, I will give you a shout-out on the very next episode. Last week's episode was a lot of fun. We talked Disney water parks. That'll help get you in the mood for summer. Uh, I think maybe I jinxed myself because it's like 56 and rainy today in Chicago. Uh, so, jealous of the warm weather, the summers at Disney, uh, hanging out at Typhoon Lagoon, Blizzard Beach. We talk all about water parks. We also talk about... Probably, I was going to say forgotten, but not definitely not forgotten. I feel like River Country, you know, the... Uh, the third Disney water park that's closed forever, RIP. You know, I feel like it definitely has a following. Like, people know of it. They've heard of it. They've seen YouTube videos on people exploring it um, being abandoned, unfortunately. Um, if you haven't, if you never got a chance to experience it or you're too young, you know, check it out on YouTube or just Google image it. It's it's It really is crazy to think that there was a third water park that, uh, you know, it's gone. It's closed. And... When uh, when thinking about Walt Disney World, there's really not much like that. If you if you really think about it, like you know, there's not a, a theme park that used to be open that's now closed, or an abandoned hotel. You know, it's pretty much when when they build things, they're still there today, or they're repurposed. You know, River Country was a water park. You know, it and when they closed it, it sat empty and abandoned and overgrown. You know, for close to 20 years. That's that's crazy to think about that Disney would let something like that happen. But I feel like it was a good listen. I'm a little biased, obviously. But if you haven't already, check it out. Um, it's available wherever you listen to your podcasts. I think it's a pretty solid list. Get you in the mood for uh, some summer, maybe some swimming, some surfing, you know, whatever it may be. Um, you know, and some good uh, some good memories, some good uh, personal stories in that episode, episode as well. But today... We're back with another one of my favorite things to do. That, of course, is making a top 10 list. This week, we're talking top 10 Disney World souvenirs. That's right. You guys know I'm big into collecting and, and souvenirs and everything. And, you know, going to Disney on a vacation, especially when you're not a local, like Disney souvenirs are a thing. Like a lot of us have something that we try to get every year or you know every trip that we go we try to get one more thing or a few more things to add to our collection um i know i'm not alone in this so it was definitely fun sitting down and thinking about all the things i love to buy uh while i'm at disney so we're gonna be doing a top 10 we'll also of course do some honorable mentions and get some input from you guys but let's talk some disney souvenirs let's talk about what we like to collect what we like to spend our hard-earned money on while we're at disney and I think that's it for this intro. All right, here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad 
Now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board! Okay, so I'm pretty sure I'm not alone on this. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of us that when we go on our Disney World vacations, there's something that we always have to get. There's a certain souvenir that we say, you know what, I get one of these every year and I gotta get one. You know, there, there's plenty to choose from. There's plenty of places to get souvenirs, whether you're at Disney Springs or, you know, merchandise from inside the parks. It's just something that's like a part of, you know, the trip. Like, we love Disney. We're Disney addicts, <laughs> you know. We, especially if you're a, a total Disney diehard fan, you're probably decorated your your house with Disney stuff, your car, your room, you know, whatever it may be. You know, there's probably a certain aspect of your life that you like to kind of decorate with Disney stuff or, you know, and it's not just decorating, but like clothes and, and stuff you actually use, keychains, you know, all that stuff. We'll get into all of them. I don't want to give away my list, but there's definitely things. I go on vacation. Um, there's stuff like when I was a kid, I used to really, really try to collect. You know, and back then it was a little more difficult. You know, obviously when you're a little kid, um, you got to ask your parents to buy stuff. Um, you know, for me, what was always nice is that, you know, obviously I would go with my my whole family to Disney, and uh, my my one grandma that wouldn't go with. Um, before every vacation she'd give my mom you know money to give me you know to put towards a a souvenir a disney souvenir and it was always you know something like 25 30 bucks something like that nothing too crazy uh but that was like the money i would use to pick out like the souvenir that i wanted and uh, being a kid like there's there's so many things to choose from and 20 dollars as a kid is a a huge amount of money uh, but that's something i always appreciated and would always look forward to be like, okay, what am I going to get this year? You know, I got this last year. Do I want to get something like the same? Do I want to get something new? Do I want to get like a new shirt? You know, um, so I had a lot to choose from. One of the things uh, I got, I'll got, i say it didn't make my list. It's something very random uh, that I used to collect for a, a short amount of time there. Is I used to collect the Disney World Souvenir Baseballs. You know, you guys have heard me talk about it. Um, I'm a big sports fan, big baseball fan, big Cubs fan. And Disney would sell, I think they still do. I, I'm pretty sure they still do. But they would sell, like, souvenir baseballs. And now uh, it definitely seems like they've really um, kind of cut back on that. And they only sell, like, the special edition, like, year ones. So, like, you know, if you go now, maybe you'll see, like, a 2022 baseball. But when I was younger, they had a lot of different ones to choose from. I mean, there was an entire sports store um, at Disney Springs that was all like, they had reg regular, you know, sports stuff, like sports teams and, and stuff like that. But they also had like special Disney sports, you know, t-shirts and souvenirs and, and collectibles and stuff like that. And I would always get a Disney baseball. Now, I can't find them for some reason, but I know, you know, there was a few... Um, I had that had like the years um, and, and I want to say I did this like in the mid 2000s like between like 2004 and 2008 probably was when I got into the collecting the baseballs I wish I would have kept it up or, or gotten some gotten some more but I had like a couple ones that said like 2007 I had um, 
I had a Donald Duck one. I had one that was like all like Mickey and friends, like all their autographs on the baseball. And it was just something that's really cool. You know, it's something like to me, it it's combining two of my favorite things, Disney and baseball. So every year I looked forward to saying, oh, what new baseballs do they have this year? You know, do I want to get like one with the year on it? Do I want to get like a character like the Donald Duck one? Like I wanted to get, you know, Donald, Mickey, Goofy, Pluto, like, um, but they definitely, I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they don't really make them like that anymore. You know, they probably only make like the year ones, like I said, like 2021, 2022, um, no more special like Donald ones or, you know, Mickey and Friends ones. But that's what I used to get into as a kid. That's one of the ones that's not on my list because it's very random, very uh, specific. Uh, but it just kind of goes to show you like how big and uh, how important Disney souvenirs are to me. So to start our list with number 10, our top 10 Disney World souvenirs, kind of relates to my intro here with something I was really into collecting as a kid, but these are still available now. My number 10 pick are the Disney Pressed Pennies. Now hopefully most of you guys know what I'm talking about here. The Disney Pressed Pennies, those, those machines they have scattered all over the theme parks where... Uh, well, you, you used to put in actual change and you would, um, you know, pick, there's like usually three designs uh, and you'd pick which one you'd want and it would print it out and press it onto a penny and it would come out of the slot. It was cool to watch. Like some of them used to be actually like hand cranked ones where you actually turn it and it kind of just presses the image into the penny. Um, but nowadays, you know, it's a little different. It's like all digital. I'm pretty sure like you put in your, your credit card and you get the pennies. You know, my poor sister, I think the last time, it might have been our last trip, uh, she had a bag full of brand new, like, 20, 21 pennies, because you want you you want the image, if you're collecting them, you want the image on the, like, newest, brightest penny that you have. Uh, so she had, like, a bag of pennies, and it's like, nope, sorry, we don't accept change anymore, now it's just all digital, which was crazy to me. But the press penny is probably one of my earliest souvenirs at Disney. This is one, like, my mom, or my dad, or, you know, my grandpa would get them for the kids you know especially back then even like up to you know present time like it was like 50 cent or you know 51 cents i think and you would get this souvenir penny you put in like two quarters and a penny something like that and gotta be besides you know the free stuff the cheapest you know souvenir on disney property and the the images were always so cool you know, most of the time, the the press penny machines, like I said, they were scattered throughout like all of the parks, and wherever they were, they were usually themed like to where they were. So, like, you know, a press penny machine in Tomorrowland would have, you know, um, like a Space Mountain penny design, uh, you know, just a Tomorrowland in general design, you know, uh, stuff like that. Like the the selections were always usually tied into the theme of where they were. Uh, which was really cool, a really good touch. Um, and it kind of made it, it fun to kind of collect them all. Like, you know, Tomorrowland had Tomorrowland-specific designs, so you had to go there to get all three. And, like, Animal Kingdom would have, like, animal design ones. And it was just so cool. You know, they still have them around. I'm not sure how popular they are now, you know, especially with, like, kids. Like, does a kid really want this, like, weird-looking penny, <laughs> you know? Like, what are they going to do with it? Like, me and my sister, we both had the, they had press penny books, um, Disney World press penny books, uh, where you would, they had like these little slots that you could put the coins in and, and just kind of keep it for your collection. And 
I know I have mine somewhere. I'm, I'm, I would guarantee my sister knows where hers is, and I wonder how many we have and like which ones, uh, which ones are our favorites and stuff. I'd love to go through those and look at those. But the fact that you know it was cheap, you know, like fifty-one cents or something like that. There was a bunch of unique designs. You know, like I said, like each one would have like three designs and really cool, unique ones. Like I have a few. Um, I think like at the contemporary, I have one that's like Mickey and Donald like playing volleyball or something like that. Like stuff like that you would never find on any other type of merchandise, you know. And so you get it on a penny like that's, you know, it, it's cool to have and it's cool to collect. Super cheap. You know, they had the, the books you can put them in. And, um, you know, I, I hope I really do hope that uh, people still do like the to collect those and I've always loved them even though I'm I guarantee they're not 51 cents anymore um but something that's cool to have and you know especially with like Etsy and Pinterest stuff now like I feel like if you were to have collected a lot or maybe now you want to start a collection like there's a lot of cool designs you could do with those press pennies to kind of display um but for you know all of those reasons cheap unique um you know a bunch of different ones to choose from I think uh press penny well-deserved spot on this list at number 10. Let's move on to my number nine pick for my number nine. Let's get into the holiday spirit. My number nine is a Christmas ornament. That's right. I know there's a bunch of us out there. You know, we we go to Disney uh, in the summer, not even close to Christmas, yet we still somehow come home with a Christmas ornament. You know, it's hard not to, especially when you're at Disney Springs. They have that Christmas store there with so many different ornaments. You know, you want to get want to get some souvenir whether it's for your own tree whether you want to get it like for you know a family member you know that likes to collect um you know ornaments and or you want to get that you know it's like an early christmas present like you're there you have all these ornaments in front of you um i think it's a solid choice you know again you're in disney you're in the park you know or at disney springs they have a bunch of different you know special and unique disney ornaments to choose from that's what makes it fun you know there's not many things better than, you know, on Christmas, you know, watching someone opening opening a gift from you, you know, and in this case, an ornament, and they open it up like, oh my gosh, you know, a Disney ornament, where'd you get this? And you're like, oh, I got this at the Magic Kingdom, or I got this at Disney Springs. You know, I traveled with it, kind of goes to show like a little extra, you know, you put a little extra thought and care into their present, um, you know, and like like I said, the, the Disney Christmas ornaments, there's a bunch to choose from, a lot of cool ones. That, that Disney Christmas store in general is always cool to kind of walk around, even if you're not getting an ornament. Um, you know, like me personally, I, I'm not buying that many or- ornaments. I do like walking around there or like my mom would always be like, oh, do you like this one? You know, what do you think of this one for the tree? Uh, but now that, you know, me and my uh, my fiance have our own house, you know, we're going to be decorating our own tree. Uh, that's definitely a store. Um, I'm going to be probably stocking up on special, you know, Disney Christmas ornaments. Maybe that's a new Disney souvenir that I'm going to have to be collecting. Uh, I think I just kind of talked myself into it, whether she knows it or not. Um, though the only thing about those ornaments, man, it is sometimes you got to worry about, uh, you know, getting them home. Uh, you know, they, they usually wrap them up pretty nice and safe, but you know, you never know when you're traveling on an airplane, you're stuffing things into suitcases and bags and stuff. You always gotta you know, worry about the, uh, the glass ornament you have, um, that's got to make it all the way to December. So uh, I'm pretty sure I'm not alone on this. I think a lot of you guys also like to, you know, collect the Disney Christmas ornaments. You got to, you know, travel with them and, and uh, 
you know, make sure they make it home in one piece. Uh, but I think number nine is a, a pretty solid spot for them. My number nine pick, the Disney Christmas ornament. Moving right along to my number eight pick, this one has to do with food. You knew it was only a matter of time before I involved food with this. But my number eight pick for best Disney World souvenirs, the Disney popcorn buckets. Now this one, there's two different, um, there's pretty much two different ones. So, you know, why these are on the list is that, like I said, you can collect either the the basic park buckets or they always have those new and special, unique, uh, you know, collectible buckets that are themed after characters, whether it's, you know, Toy Story characters or Star Wars or whatever it may be. They definitely like to kind of make those those newer ones. Like, uh, for example, like uh, when I was there this summer, they had like some Star Wars ones at Hollywood Studios that were, you know, the popcorn bucket itself was shaped like... Um, you know, one of those Star Wars vehicles. Sorry, I don't know. Um, it was like a TIE fighter or something like that. I'm not uh, too caught up on my Star Wars lingo. Uh, but they also, I want to say they had like a uh, Toy Story alien bucket. Um, some of the ones I've seen at Disneyland recently was like the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade bucket. Um, they always have these cool special edition buckets. You know, they had like uh, Halloween themed ones. You know, you could always go for one of those. Those are kind of cool to kind of just have, you know, you're probably not sitting at home making popcorn in them, uh, but they're just kind of cool to have, you know, kind of on a shelf or, you know, however you want to display them. Then you have, like, the normal popcorn bucket, you know, the the Parks ones. We have a few of those, and, like, at first I was like, I don't know. Are, they usually don't serve a purpose. Like, I've, I have a handful of Disney popcorn buckets, and it's like, what do you do with these? You know, they're they're not like over the top, you know, themed. They're not special themed. It's just kind of has like the characters or like the park design on them. You know, I don't use them to make popcorn. Um, they, they're just kind of there and I kind of just use them to throw like little like knickknacks and stuff in them or they're just kind of there for storage or just, uh, you know, taking up space. So they are still kind of cool to have if you can utilize them, you know, um, the, the basic themed ones. If you're buying like the special character ones or special edition ones, those are different. You know, those are cool to have on display, especially if you want to get like a whole series, like Star Wars themed ones or you know movie themed ones. Um, but the the basic ones, like I don't know, like do you guys have any good ideas? Like I have like two or three just standard popcorn buckets. They say like Disney Parks on them. They have like Mickey and, and, and them on there, um, but they're nothing special. Like I don't want to throw them away. Uh, I know one of them I have is like Star Wars themed. It's just like your standard white bucket with, you know, Star Wars characters kind of all over it. And it's like, I don't know what to do with them. Um, but again, it's something when I'm in the park, I love to get the the uh, refillable popcorn bucket. Um, and at the end of the trip, I, I'm not going to throw it. <laughs> I'm not going to throw it away. You know, it's cool. Um, so I end up bringing it home and it ends up just kind of sitting around. Um, but I do think because of the cool, unique, like special edition ones, I think the popcorn bucket deserves a spot on the list. Uh, and I think eight is a, is a pretty good spot for it. So number eight, the popcorn bucket. Let's move right along now to my number seven pick. My number seven is, I've mentioned it a few times here before already, my number seven pick is the year merchandise. Now this is all depends on what year you go, but I'm talking everything that's, you know, if you went right now, all the 22 
um, you know, merchandise. You know, Disney shirts that say 2022. They have all like the knickknacks, like keychains and picture frames and pins. You know, everything that's kind of included underneath that uh, uh, that umbrella of you know the year you go. You know, it's it's something like for me personally. I, I don't usually get a lot of year stuff um, unless I wanted to like commemorate something. So like uh, I think this past trip I got a 2022 Walt Disney World pin. And the reason why I got it is because we got engaged there this summer. So it was kind of more of a special trip. But, you know, for someone like me and, you know, my family, we go every year. You know, I'm not necessarily collecting, you know, oh, I got to get, you know, a 2021 or a 2020 and 2019. Like never really been like that um just kind of uh me personally i always thought it was cool like in 2008 i got a 2008 like uh a few things um, because that's the year like i graduated high school um you know some graduation stuff that had the year and i always thought that was kind of cool but for me personally you know not a huge thing but for some people you know if you don't go every year you don't go all the time Maybe, you know, collecting something from that year is special to you. And I like that every year, you know, you're guaranteed a new, you know, new assortment of things, a new design, new color, new logo, whatever it may be. I think that's pretty cool. It's always changing, always updating. So if you did want to start a collection of souvenirs, you know, and maybe start with like your first Disney trip, let's say 2022 was your first trip. I think it'd be pretty cool to say, okay, now every year I go, I'm going to get a, you know, a year keychain or an ornament or a t-shirt. You know, you can start off with the first year you went and kind of just collect them as you go. I think that's pretty cool. Gives you a, a good selection, a good variety of things to choose from. Like I said, they have, it seems like everything. You know, shirts, sweatshirts, pants, hats, keychains, picture frames, anything you can think of they pretty much have. Um, I think the uniqueness and the fact that it gives you something to kind of commemorate, um, I think that makes it uh, deserve a spot here on the list i think seven is a pretty decent spot like i said for me personally i th- I think it's cool to collect that stuff when you go during a year that um you know maybe it's something special like i said you know i got engaged in 22 you know 2008 was my high school graduation you know my buddy brian got to come with so i got a bunch of 2008 merchandise um I went to different colleges, so I don't really celebrate what year I graduated, but if I had like a, if I graduated college in, you know, 2014, I, I probably would have gotten a 2014, you know, something to commemorate that trip as well. But for those reasons, I think it's well-deserved. Uh, my number seven spot is for all the year merchandise. Let's move right along now to my number six pick. This one, I believe, is well-deserved mostly for the fact that it's free. That's right. My number six pick are the park maps. Now, I gotta say, I am very surprised that these park maps are still around, and I think it might be a matter of time before they're gone and Disney goes all digital. But come on now, the the park maps. Who who doesn't leave Disney with a suitcase stuffed full of, like, 75 park maps? Now, I don't know why I grabbed so many. I bet you I'd take, like, 20 from each park. Um, because every year I go, I want to, you know, I want a souvenir. I want, you know, the park map uh, from the year I went. And my, I always think to myself, like, oh, I, I wonder if I could do something cool with this. Or I'm going to do something with these. Uh, and I kind of never do. I just have, like, a stack, a folder full of them, a drawer full of them. Um, I will say, though, partly, you know, part of the reason why I do collect the park park maps now, and I collect so many, is that I regret and wish that I had 
um, a bunch of vintage and retro ones. Now, my sister, luckily, is kind of like me. She always um, takes park maps. Uh, we were kind of doing some spring cleaning, and she found a bunch of them from, like, the early 2000s, which was cool. You know, 2003, 2004, 2008. And it's cool to see, like, the covers of the park maps. You can kind of tell what was new at that park based on what the cover is. So, like, it was a big deal when they added Johnny Depp to the um, Pirates of the Caribbean ride, his Jack Sparrow character. Like, that was on the cover of the Magic Kingdom park map. You know, when the, the Hollywood Studios, when the lights, camera, action, stunt show opened up, that was on the cover, you know. Um, and then obviously years that, you know, there's nothing new. You get some classic ones. But those vintage ones, man, I, I love them. I love the vintage park maps. I wish I had more of them. And because of that, I try to collect so many of the park maps now so that maybe in the future one day I look back and be like, wow, I, I, I'm glad I have all of these vintage park maps. Um, you know, in the future when 2022 is vintage, that makes... That makes my brain hurt, but, and like the reason I grab so many is because most of them get like wrinkled and ruined, like in traveling, you know, whether, you know, I'm throwing them in my bag in the park or, you know, traveling in your suitcase or carry on the, a bunch of them usually end up getting folded and torn and stuff. So I just grab stacks of them. Um, I think they're cool to collect. And if you're on Etsy, there's, you know, a lot of people make some cool stuff out of them. So if you're a designer, you know, there's some free material right there. And, and like I said, you know, they're free free park maps that have you know the cool covers they have the actual map itself you know think back to like magic kingdom like in the 70s and 80s you know epcot in the 80s like how cool does it look back at those park maps that's the reason why i collect them now so that in 20 years from now 40 years from now me or my kids or my grandkids can look at these maps and be like wow it's so cool to see you know what the magic kingdom used to be like when you know, when grandpa was 20 years old or whatever. So, um, for those reasons, I think, you know, it, let me know what you think. I think park maps deserve a spot in this list and I love collecting them. I always do. And, uh, I'm going to put them right here at number six. All right. We've made it. We're here. The top five, you know, this entire list has been difficult because I try to rank them from like my, like in order, you know, from, uh, least favorite to favorite. And it is so tough. You can mix these around so much. Uh, but the top five, and for my number five pick, I'm going to go with Magic Bands. That's right. I've really come around on these. I really have. When they first introduced them, I was kind of against them. You know, why do I have to wear this thing on my wrist? What's the point? You know, it gets in the way. It doesn't go with my outfit, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and especially, too, in the beginning, it was just, like, a random basic color. Like, I got a green one. I was like, oh, that's cool green. And then, like, the next trip, it's like, oh, I guess she's give me the green one again oh a green one then you know they started releasing more and more custom ones and you know themed ones and now i'm kind of like you know what i i like having you know a bunch of different magic bands i kind of like collecting them now um this past trip i made it a i went out of my way to add to my collection um currently i'm doing a marvel collection uh i want a marvel set of magic bands uh i was doing the avengers uh, and I have Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, uh, Thanos. Uh, so I'm trying to add, you know, I think I got to get uh, Spider-Man, Black Panther. It's probably the last two that I'll get. I just want to get like the main ones. But I think that's cool to kind of have being a Marvel nerd as well. You know, and I, you know, I use them. I kind of match them up to my outfit. You know, they're all different colors, which is cool. Love the designs. You know, it's just something kind of... 
you can accessorize. You know, you're going to Disney. You're usually, you know, theming your your outfit for the day. So why not, you know, go with a uh, a magic band of your choosing each day? Uh, I think it's pretty cool. And I, you know, I gotta say, I love the variety. They have a wide variety. They're always coming out with new ones. You know, the special edition ones. Some of them are pretty cool. You know, I remember going uh, one time during Halloween, and one of the big things was. I had to get the Hocus Pocus Magic Band, and I had to get my mom the Haunted Mansion Magic Band. I think that's pretty cool when they do like limited releases like that. Um, I talked about in this list like the yearly merchandise. They have like you can get a Magic Band for each year you go. You know, I, I think I wanted to do that at some point because I do have a random like 2015 Magic Band. And uh, looking back at it now, it's like I'm like ah, yeah, definitely didn't need to get this one because that's the only one I have with a year on it. So kind of out of place don't really know what to do with that one so if you're looking for a 2015 magic band uh hit me up i can uh, give you a good price but i gotta say i want to keep adding to my collection like i said i want to finish my marvel collection uh then i'm going to move on to i think i'm going to do rides um so like tower of terror haunted mansion pirates test track i want to do all my favorite ones my dad has a really cool pirates of the caribbean magic band it's the uh, i think they call them the henchmen it's that skeleton that's kind of steering the uh, the ghost ship at the beginning of the ride. Uh, so I think that's going to be next. I'm going to you know do some rides, maybe some characters after that. I don't know. I think it's just kind of cool to collect. They have you know different themes, different varieties, and so much to choose from. And they're not crazy uh, priced. Um, and what's nice too is that you use them. You actually use it. If you want to just keep them in a box or in a closet on display, you can. But you can also you know wear them on your wrist. Uh, wear them in the parks, kind of represent and get your use out of it. So, you know, the Magic Bands, I've really come around on them. It's a newer newer addition to the list. Um, I think they're kind of fun to collect and kind of accessorize with. So, my number five pick, Magic Bands. Let's move on now to number four. This one is kind of generic, but I think it has to be on the list. My number four pick, top ten Disney World souvenirs, clothing. You know, you gotta go... You gotta go to Disney. You gotta pick out a new new shirt, new sweatshirt, pants, whatever it may be. Uh, for me, like as I mentioned earlier, my grandma used to always give me money for a souvenir, and most of those trips, I'd pick out a new T-shirt. I'd pick out a new Disney T-shirt. I still remember one of my favorite ones of all time. It was a Pirates of the Caribbean T-shirt, and it was like a tie-dye, and I believe it had, I think, and I just talked about the henchman, the skeleton that's steering the ship. Had a giant, you know, logo of him on the front. That was my one souvenir for the trip that I got with uh, the money from Grandma. Um, you know, I to this day, I there's not one Disney trip I don't come home with at least one T-shirt. I love getting T-shirts, tank tops. I need more Disney tank tops. You know, when Disney's really stepped up their their T-shirt game recently, they've kind of added more. You know, it's not just the basic ones anymore. They have retro ones. They have you know, unique ones that you don't see everywhere else. And, you know, that's kind of why I like to do it. You know, I like to represent Disney when I'm not at Disney. Uh, kind of makes me, uh, you know, gives, brings that piece of Disney magic with me wherever I go. You know, I love rep- representing Disney stuff at the gym when I go out. Uh, especially like Disney tank tops. I'm trying to get more so I can wear them to the gym, you know. And um, there's a couple right now that are, honestly, they're like two of my favorite workout uh, tank tops. They're, uh, they're Mickey Mouse ones, and it has, like, the retro, like, Disney signage on it. It's the, the retro Disney logo, which I think is really cool. Uh, they need to do more retro stuff. That's definitely in, and I'll just continue to buy it. And 
know, they have the stores like, you know, at Disney Springs, uh, World of Disney, um, Mouse Gears. I don't know if it's still open uh, at Epcot, but, you know, they'd have deals like buy one, get one for, you know, 20 bucks or something like that. So good deals on the shirts. Uh, love getting the Disney sweatshirts and hoodies, too. I've gotten some uh, some nice ones over the last few years. Um, yeah, and I've gotten some Disney sweatpants, like Walt Disney World gray sweatpants I got, like, has to be close to, like, eight or nine years ago, and I regret not getting more because I think they had them in different colors, and, like, it's just standard gray sweatpants. They have, like, the retro Disney logo going down the, the pant leg. My only issue with them is they don't have pockets, so, like, I don't wear them that many places, unfortunately. But I'm like, wow, these actually fit me perfectly, which was tough, you know, for someone who's six foot six. Um, I love the design, love the feel, everything. Just didn't have pockets, but uh, I'd still buy some more. And, you know, like I said, more retro stuff, I'll just, you know, is better. Uh, that stuff's in right now. And, yeah, you got to get a Disney shirt. You're going on vacation. You're coming home with something. Why not a Disney t-shirt or, a, you know, a Disney hoodie? Something that you're going to wear at home. You can wear, you know, a lot. You get your money's worth out of. So I know it's kind of generic, but I think it deserves, it has to be on the list. Uh, my number four pick, clothing. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, now we're down to the top three. Again, this was so, so tough to rank these, but I got to do it. And for my number three pick, I'm going to go with Mickey Mouse ears. I feel like in recent years, these these Mickey Mouse ears have really taken off in popularity, um, especially like custom ones. Like if you go on Instagram, you'll see, it seems like almost every other page is someone's making and selling custom ears on Etsy or wherever, or their own shop, which is awesome. Like, I think that's really cool. Uh, but even if you don't get custom ones, like Disney has so many to choose from. I think they're really cool. They're always coming out with new ones. They're always coming out with special edition ones, different themes. You know, my fiance has some really cool ones. Um, I think for Christmas or her birthday, um, the last ones I got her were like cupcake themed ones, or some sort of some sort of dessert themed uh, ears, which I think are really cool. She also has a pair of really cool um, Little Mermaid ears that even has like the uh, thingamabob on the side. Um, I think that's really cool, you know, in the, and like I kind of said with the magic bands, uh, what, which, what makes them really, you know, kind of useful and great is that you can match them and accessorize to your outfit. You know, we're going to Disney, we're, we're matching up our outfits. We got a different outfit for each park or where we're going. Um, you know, we got to match the ears with the t-shirt or the lounge fly bag. Um, it's, it's just so cool. They have so many of them. Uh, unfortunately, it seems like most of them, I don't, if not all of them, are kind of for, you know, the, the female crowd. I, I feel like they don't really fit my head. You know, I'm usually wearing a hat anyway. You know, I don't think I've ever rocked, like, the, the Mickey ears. You know, they have, like, the basic ones, I guess, that I can wear. It's like the, it's more like a hat. You know, but the, the new ones the, that the girls wear that kind of, it's like a hairband, or I don't know what, the, what they call it, but you know what I mean. Um, there's so many cool ones. And like I said, they're always coming out with new special ones. Like, uh, 
there's a drop, um, you know, they'll have like 50th anniversary ones, or there's Halloween themed ones, or Christmas themed ones, or, you know, some new movie themed ones. I think I just saw, uh, not too long ago that they had either, I think it was Scarlet Witch themed ears, which is pretty cool, and, you know, I like that they do that, you know, the new Doctor Strange movie came out, so hey, let's, uh, let's come out with some new Scarlet Witch ears, so those are pretty cool. I feel like they're not overly, you know, they're not overpriced. You kind of get your money's worth. You know, you can wear them, you know, at the parks. You can put them on this display. I think they look cool, you know, when you just put them on display, uh, which is a plus as well. So you can wear them, kind of like the Magic Bands. You can wear them when you're at the park, get your use out of them, and when you're not wearing them, you know, they're not just sitting in a closet. You can actually put them on display and kind of show them off and, uh, you know, I've seen some cool designs like on Instagram or Pinterest where people kind of, you know, hang them on their wall, which I think is really cool. I'm really jealous that uh, I'm not able to do that with uh, with mouse ears. Um, but I think it, they definitely have to be on this list. They're super popular. You know, it seems like they have a, a different themed ears for like anything you can think of, whether it's an attraction, a holiday, a movie, a character. It seems like they have them all and they're just continuing to make new ones too so they have to be on the list here and i think top three is a is a great spot you know um with just how popular they are and how they've kind of taken on a life of their own so my number three my number three pick mickey ears all right let's finish up my list now with my number two pick my number two pick is a popular one we can all agree these are a great souvenir i'm gonna go with the Disney pins. That's right, Disney pin mania. Um, when these pins came out, I want to say it was around like the mid to late '90s. It took off. It the the popularity of pins and pin trading was unbelievable. I was like nine or ten years old, and I remember asking my mom to buy me one of those lanyards so I could finally, you know, start collecting Disney pins. You know, and you would just see everyone walking around with the lanyards full of pins. You have the people with books full of pins, pin trading, everything about it is such a is what makes it a great souvenir. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of these souvenirs, like I bring into play, like the price, like the price, you know, for these pins, you know, considering all things, it's pretty good. You know, you're probably going to pay between like seven and twelve dollars for most of them. I know there might be some special edition ones that are a little more, you know, um, but the, you know the price is good. You can trade them if you want. You can just keep them on a lanyard, kind of walk around with them at Disney. You know, what I started doing recently, actually, is I started putting my pins, uh, transferring them from all my lanyards as a kid, and I put them on corkboard. And I want to hang up the corkboard somewhere in our new house um, and kind of put all my pins on display. I think they're cool to kind of display. You know, I'm not really into pin trading, really. Uh, the only time I, I've done, like, pin trading... Um, my fiance and I would buy like the last few years, probably like last three or four years, we would buy like those mystery um, bags of the pins, like the mystery boxes that would have a few pins in there. And we would keep the ones we liked and we'd try to trade the ones we t we didn't like. So I, I feel like that's a pretty good strategy. You know, the cast members always trade with you and you buy a mystery box, maybe, you know, cause those are cheaper, you know, you get like a few pins uh, good value there and maybe you don't like them hey trade them for something you do like so uh, she definitely plays a role in, in me uh, getting back into pin trading I think uh, you know I, I had my all my old pins from when I was a kid on a lanyard somewhere 
in one of our trips together, she was like, hey, I want to get a lanyard. I want to get some pins. And I got one. And, you know, we started collecting them again. We split the ones, you know, like the packs. And uh, it's pretty fun to do together. And uh, it'll be pretty fun to kind of uh, combine all of our pins, put them on display on a big piece of corkboard. I think it's pretty cool. And, you know, even if you're just into pin trading, I, th I mean, think about how cool that is. You can go to Disney and trade pins with other Disney fans, with Disney cast members. Like, it's so cool. It's so unique. It's, you know, really become like a, uh, like a community. You know, you can uh, meet up with people. I'm pretty sure they do have, like, pin meetup groups I've seen at Disney where people just show up with binders full of pins. You know, <laughs> I don't have that many. Uh, that's for sure. But, you know, that's something I wish I would have kept up. You know, I started collecting the pins when I was a kid, probably like 10 years old or so. And I'd get like, you know, one or two a trip. Um, and then when I kind of got into my teenage years, I, I kind of stopped. I didn't, I, you know, I wasn't going to be pin trading. Uh, I wasn't going to be like putting them on display. So I just kind of stopped and the, the lanyard sat uh, dormant there for a while. And uh, which made it pretty fun when I was going through and like, you know, putting them all on that corkboard. Like I had a lot of like pins you could tell were from like the early 2000s like vintage like test track and tower of terror designs like i was like man these were cool uh so i definitely love like the pins now it's a good price good value whether you want to trade them it kind of makes them fun it's like a game a community or you just want to collect them and kind of put them on display it's always you know it's kind of like a win-win so i i really think you can't go wrong uh with disney pins as a souvenir uh, again, they have a wide variety. They have so many. They have every type of pin you could think of. Whether you like a certain character, attraction, resorts, uh, themed ones like birthday, Christmas, you know, whatever it may be, they have everything. Uh, I think I do want to start kind of getting more of the uh, resort pins. I don't think I have any Disney resort pins. I uh, definitely want to get some of those. I've been just kind of collecting just like my favorite like characters and rides or whatever. So Disney pins... I'm all about it. I think they're really fun uh, and uh, definitely a uh, must-have souvenir. And I think number two is a solid choice. All right, well, before I do my number one pick, I have a few honorable mentions. Uh, the first one that immediately came into my, into my head, the Disney balloons. You know, the famous balloons you see on Main Street at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, my favorite ones have always been, like, the Mickey ear balloons, like, inside the other balloon. Uh, they also have like those cool, like shiny Mickey balloons, but they look cool. They make for a great picture there on Main Street. Um, as a souvenir goes, I couldn't put them in my list because, you know, it's a balloon. It's hard to travel with. Like, what do you do with it? If you are, if you are able to bring it home, like, what do you do with it? Do you just keep it inflated all year? Do you deflate it and like pin it to something? Um, I think they're cool, you know, for little, little kids, you know, just to kind of see and, and hold. I think it's cool, but, uh, I just, I couldn't put it on my top 10 uh, just for those reasons. Uh, another one I had is, uh, is just, I have, uh, I've written down Disney freebies. Now, maybe you guys aren't like me, but my family, every time, you know, we would go to Disney, especially when we were younger, you know, even still kind of now. Anything that was pretty much free, like, we would grab. So, like, I have, like, bags of stuff, random Disney souvenirs. Like, I'm talking cups from the Swan and Dolphin, napkins from the Swan and Dolphin, uh, like, like those nice cloth napkins. I think they were in, they're in, like, the fitness center or something. I have 
contemporary resort napkins with like the the classic logo on them i have a swan and dolphin water bottle like a, a plastic water bottle uh that just had the swan and dolphin label on it we have like disney world like letterhead like little notes that they would keep by like the payphone banks pens like anything like that uh, i think kind of falls under this category like we would take everything pens paper if it had a disney logo of any sorts on it uh most likely it was coming home in one of our suitcases like i even have like a few remember one time we were in we were in the arcade i think at the contemporary and one of the machines was out of order and like when it's out of order they put like uh, a sticker on it that says like out of order sorry you know for the inconvenience or something and it was like mickey goofy donald pluto like wearing like construction hats and it was like themed like out of order like it was broken and they had like a stack of stickers like sitting there and i grabbed them all so i have a stack of out of order um mickey and donald and goofy uh, stickers that were from the contemporary arcade and like we anything like that not you know i don't want to get into the whole hotel towels and shampoos and stuff because i think that's a given everyone takes those i don't know if that counts but everything else all like the weird little knickknacks like i save like some disney park bags like my mom has some classic vintage disney park bags that they would give away in the parks like when you would buy something from in like the 90s she's got like she's got like the boxes too i think that were from the disney store maybe it was at disney like if you bought something fragile they'd put it in a box she still like has those classic boxes as well um so those are pretty cool but anything like like a disney frisbee like uh freebie uh let me know if you guys do the same thing like I have I have so many like Disney pens and and pads of paper from when they used to have the uh, payphone banks in the hotel lobbies at the Swan and Dolphin especially like I bet you I had twenty pens and twenty packs of paper uh, but you know anything like that with a Disney logo on it I was definitely taking now for some other honorable mentions I gotta I gotta say. Um, my fault this week i forgot to put up a story asking for your guys's input uh so i literally had to put one up last minute so i don't have uh too many uh but i do want to read some responses from you guys i asked you guys what are you some of your favorite uh souvenirs so we're gonna put those in here and again sorry for not putting it up earlier and getting all you guys in here but let's start us off cat frites says shot glass beer glass and a special shirt i gotta yeah i gotta say i forgot about that a shot glass I'm not a big drinker, but I do like kind of collecting shot glasses. Um, and I definitely got to get some some more Disney ones. Definitely. That's a that's a good idea. Uh, Darth Dagan says picture frames. Yes, picture frames. Very underrated. A lot of cool Disney ones. You know, maybe with, uh, you know, everyone has a uh, <laughs> iPhone, smartphone. Uh, some people don't like to actually get, you know, physically printed out pictures anymore. Uh, but I definitely appreciate a, uh, a good picture frame. Amanda DeSanto says, when I was little, definitely the autograph books. Yes. Now, anything for my home mugs and posters. Yes, the autograph books. How can I forget that? Definitely, definitely a must-have souvenir for the kids. Hannah Mraz says, sweatshirt slash zip-ups. Yep, very good. Uh, especially if you're not from Florida. Those come in handy. Juicy Dub says, Starbucks mugs and my golden ticket. Yes, the Starbucks mugs. I forgot about those. My sister collects those, actually. Um... Hannah Mraz also said any type of cup, mug, travel mug, etc. And Emmy Belvin says ears and pins. 
And for our last one, let's go with KB Baby. Uh, pins, especially ones I get from trading. Yeah, the pins, so underrated. They're so much fun. There's, what makes them great is that there's so, so many of them. Like, if you wanted to collect them all, it would take you forever. And I think that's what makes a great souvenir. Something you can, you know, basically just get a lot of, you know. It's not, it's not going to break the bank. You can get a bunch of them. And uh, it's almost like it's like never ending. So that's pretty cool. And thank you guys for the input. Sorry, I only have a few. Uh, that's my bad. My uh, poor time management skills. I uh, just kind of ran out of time this week and recording at the last second. But that kind of sums up our honorable mentions and input from you guys. Now let's finish up with our number one. My number one pick, if you haven't guessed it already, let's go with it. The coffee mug. Any type of mug, travel mug, coffee mug, I guess you could roll like cups and stuff into it, glassware, but for me specifically, I'm going coffee mug, my all-time favorite Disney souvenir. Now maybe it has something to do with the fact that I'm addicted to coffee, I love coffee, big coffee drinker, obviously, but there's just so much to it, like there are so many different types of mugs that they have, it's something you can get a new and unique mug every single trip. They're always changing. There's always new ones. They have classic ones if you want it. You know, they have uh, resort-inspired ones, park-inspired ones, rides, characters, movies. They have a little bit of everything. I know one of you guys mentioned the Starbucks ones as well. It's definitely my my favorite souvenir to get. Every single year, I make it a habit. Like, it's a must-do. Like, we have to go to World of Disney, and I have to pick out you know, my coffee mug for the trip. Now, sometimes I'll get more than one, but, you know, I'll I'll usually wait till, like, the end of the trip, go to Disney Springs, roll to Disney. They have so many to choose from there. And I like to get the ones that, like, kind of say, you know, Walt Disney World on there. Like, either, you know, Walt Disney World Resort or has something to do with the theme parks or the, res- you know, the hotels. Um, you know, sometimes I do get some of the... Uh, you know, like the character ones, like I have a few Chip and Dale ones and Mickey ones. You know, I love those. Those are great. Um, there's just something about, like, getting one uh, that says, like, Disney World on it. I can I can look at it. I can drink out of it. I can remember back to that exact trip. I think the one I got this last one was a, it's like a vintage one. It says, like, Walt Disney World Preview Center on it. Again, love the retro stuff. Um, I can think back. I remember the... The last trip I got one, it's it's got like all four um, parks on it. I've gotten some that has like Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain on it. And, uh, you know, I have some character ones. I have a Donald one. I have a Toy Story one. Um, you really can't go wrong. There's so many to choose from. You know, one of my favorite ones I got recently, uh, I think I got it at the Contemporary Gift Shop, was a Chippendale Rescue Rangers mug, which was amazing. Lo- one Probably my all-time favorite cartoon and I just love that, like, those Toon Disney, those retro cartoons, like um, Chip and Dale, Tailspin, DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, all of those, all my favorites. And the coffee mugs, like I said, it's a good price. You know, they're, I think they're probably maybe around 12 or 15 bucks. They last you forever. They're, they have a bunch to choose from, different characters, variety. Uh, you know, you can use it. You can use it every single day, get your use out of it. And you could also... You know, they look great on display. Like my fiance and I, in our house, we have these shelves in our kitchen. And one of the first things that we did was that we lined up all of our Disney coffee mugs. And it looks pretty cool. 
and it's definitely something we're going to continue to add on to in the future. You know, I think you got to you got to uh, include all the types of coffee mugs. Well, you got your travel mugs, and I guess you can include like cups and glassware and stuff. And they just they make for a a good collectible. You know, I I gotta say, my fiance has a good amount of Disney coffee mugs as well. I don't know if she's ever used because she's big into iced coffee, so doesn't really have a use for the hot coffee mugs. But she has a bunch because they're cool to look at, they're cool to collect, they look good on display. And uh, I think I posted a picture on my Instagram uh, of our coffee mug uh, display. There's just so many good ones. Like even for like, I know like for like Christmas and my birthday, uh, I always end up putting some uh, on my list that I search for online. And it, what bothers me is the, like the Disney. Um, like the official Disney app, like the My Disney like shopping app, like they have a good variety, but they never have like the best stuff. Like they have, they're definitely missing stuff that you would find in the parks. But um, definitely always have uh, coffee mugs on my list. And that wraps up my top ten list. The top ten Walt Disney World souvenirs. Yeah, my list is a little biased. Like I'm sure a lot of people would have like pins or ears at number one. Uh, but because I love coffee so much, and I, you know, a coffee mug, it looks cool on display, and uh, you have a lot to choose from of the Disney variety. I think I think it's a solid list. Let me know what you guys think. Um, love hearing your feedback. You can send me a message on Instagram. Uh, like I always say, my DMs are always open. If you guys want to chat about Disney, if you have suggestions for the podcast, topics, uh, comments, concerns. If you say, hey, Kevin, I think this would make a good episode topic, you know, any ideas like that, let me know. I'm, I'm open to anything. Uh, I have a note, you know, in my notes app in my phone, I just make a list uh, of all the, uh, like, episode topics I want to do. And uh, I appreciate you guys always, you know, stopping by and listening and interacting with me on Instagram. Uh, if you haven't already, follow me on there. And if you can, again, uh, leave me a rating, a review, subscribe to the podcast, whatever you can do, it all kind of helps helps the old algorithm, uh, like I know how that works. I have no idea, but um, that's, I think that's all I got. Um, I want to say, too, I think one of the, I'm going to try for next week. Um, I think I'm going to have a guest on, one of my buddies, one of my good friends, and I want to have all my friends on and talk Disney, but uh, I think this first one, it's my buddy Adam. We do a Marvel podcast together, and I want to have him on because... I've always described him as a casual Disney fan. He appreciates Disney. He likes Disney. He loved the movies. His family likes Disney. They used to go on family vacations. But he's someone who, you know, he probably went maybe four or five times in his life. You know, we're, we're old now. We're 32 years old. Uh, he's married. You know, he's, he's not going on Disney vacations anymore. He doesn't have kids yet. Uh, so I want to get his insight. I want to talk to him as a casual Disney fan. Like, what is Disney to him? You know, what did he love about Disney as a kid with his family? What did it represent? And I want to talk to him, like, would he go back? Would he go back now before he has kids? Or is that something he's going to wait? And, you know, when you have kids, it's it, you know, you're more likely to go. So I think it'll be fun. It'll be me and him, um, I'm sure, telling some jokes. And I got to say, not to hype it up, but we're going to tell the most insane, epic space mountain story you will ever hear. It is a story that lives in my family. Uh, it's like a it's like a folklore. Like we tell it. My sister probably tells it 10 times a year. 
I tell it every single time it comes up, uh, the topic of Space Mountain comes up or anything like that. And I tell it every single time I'm in line for Space Mountain. I've had people turn around in line uh, that were like eavesdropping and say how cool it was. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Disney. We're going to talk about you know what Disney means and is to a casual fan. And we'll see. I'll, I'll try to get that out next week. Uh, just kind of going to have to find some time to sit down and talk with him. But definitely want to start having more guests on in the future. I have my buddy Brian on, my buddy Chris. Like Both of them went to Disney with me and my family on vacations. We can talk about those. And I want to have some of you guys on, some of my friends that I've met you know, in the Disney Instagram community. Uh, so we'll definitely get around to that. But that's all I have for today. I hope you guys have a uh, great rest of the week. Have a good weekend. And always remember, it all started with a mouse. Thank you.